going to spread his wings and soar yeah. from above. Why was I wait, waiting for you today? What's Ooh. going on? You. I was on before 9 o'clock. I was looking at an empty chair for how long? Five minutes. I didn't and go then, to the bathroom. I had to put my son to bed, and I had and to bring the dog in here. That's right. There comes Master with his little princess dog in his yeah. hand, gently putting the dog. You know, you know, Joe is this friggin' uh, the worst kind of small dog owner who's just, you know, what you say, the worst over. kind. Yeah, the worst kind dotes over this tiny, tiny dog. Oh. I saw the dog has a shelf, its own shelf or closet. It was a closet. It's got its own closet. Yes, ridiculous. Yeah. What? Who's that? Who's that talking? I don't me. know, Bill. We got a special guest. Holy mackerel. I'm special. It's very special. I think I think he's uh, the first member of the Five Timers Club here on SDC Pod. Has it been five times? It's probably been 15 times, but... It's been a few times. <laughs> it's That's been a long that... time, though. Long time, though. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big star of uh, Retro Fandango Podcast. Kevin from uh, Canadian Grooves. .ca is joining us. He's uh, he wants to get into the fray. He's got stuff to say. Apparently, he know. wants to apologize to us. I think. Oh, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I well, I I do. Well, uh, did you guys want to set it up? We can, let's Joe. hear your side of it, Kevin. Come on, Joe. Bill, you love to talk. Flap those gums, man. <laughs> well, ultimately, the backstory is we heard that Kevin sold his video game collection, which Joe got was furious about. And uh, caused a ruckus on this show. And uh, I said, Joe, you just got to, you know, calm down. Uh, take it easy. Ride upon the river, uh, you know, uh, like a branch on a river. Uh, just let the, the river flow. Let it go. <laughs> well, uh, so I guess this would be my, my first question um, to, to Joe specifically. Why Why is this... Why did this bother you so much? Because I have sold so many things in the past and I've never heard a complaint. I was standing up for my buddy Bill that was hurt because he thought you two guys were friends and you would come to him first uh, when it came time to sell uh, a large portion of your game collection. But I've sold so many things in the past. I've had. I know you sold stuff in the past. Yes, the game shows at full price. Yes. I see. Yep. Here and okay. there, and, I acknowledge and, that. And and you guys sell stuff all the time, and I'm not never notified. I don't get, hey Kevin, do do you want uh, first dibs on such and such before I go ahead and sell this? Yeah, but I mean, you've always said over the past at least easy, Joe, five years, you you he's leading you, Joe. I object. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm asking <laughs> questions here. I'm I'm like Tucker Carlson. I'm just asking questions. I mean, was was the Holocaust so bad? I'm not saying it, it, it. I'm just asking the question. Yeah, we we never came to you because, like I said, in the past X amount of years, you've said you're getting out of collecting. You're, you're selling your stuff off. Right. So why would you want more? So you so you admit you've had years of opportunity to come to me and say, Kevin, there are certain things in your collection that I I would like. Can you please set them aside for me? Uh, or sell yeah, them to me, or what we wanted, and we wouldn't have cherry picked. But I'm just saying, what you sold was for X amount of dollars. Okay, to a game store, right? Okay, so not at full price. So this is this is the <clears throat> this is the real issue right here, right? Is that it's not so much that I sold my stuff, but I sold it only for a pittance, and you guys wanted to buy it for a pittance, so you could sell it for whatever amount of dollars right and I'm just saying it's, it's a slight that i i didn't do it to you guys but i did it to this this store it's, yeah you gave it that's to some, the crux of it right you gave it to some dummy instead of to your friend okay bill. okay i thought you would have went to your friend bill first you okay know, so you've known longer than the store owner and said hey this is what i'm gonna sell it for would you like to match it okay mm. <clears throat> that's probably reasonable Hey, Bill, do you want to speak up? Why am I doing all the talk here? I know you're afraid of offending Kevin and so he won't come on your uh, VHS show anymore. So start speaking up, all right? No, that sounds very reasonable. If uh, a game store is going to give him like a quarter of the value, surely we would give him half, right? 
See, so now this is the problem. It's it's playing out right here in front of my face. It's it's quite interesting how you guys imagine things, come to conclusions about things, think of things, and then like I'm right here. You guys can ask. You could ask me questions. You know, it's 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 a little frustrating to hear you guys talk about me on the show and say, why did Kevin do this? And then jump into speculation as to why I do this. Then come to like wild conclusions as to why I did this, that, and the other. When none of it is true. And then you guys are upset about it. You're angry about it. And it's like, guys, if you would just ask me, all of this would be settled. It's all right. it's can you I need you to explain to Bill then what wasn't true. <laughs> so you're you're ready to finally listen, right? Because I mean all, literally no, no, we're always ready to listen. Oh, always. Well, I have actual audio proof that you guys only <laughs> half listen to what I say. And that proof is in your uh, previous episode where you just, you asked me a question and you asked me to respond on my show. So I did respond to you guys on my show. Then you went ahead and you played the audio down. And the portion that you played was me getting my co-host Richard up to speed to what was happening, which was great because I, I'm so glad that Richard had no idea what was going on because... I was so all over the place and he honed me in and said, no, explain exactly what's happening. So I appreciated that he had no idea what's going on. He still has no idea what's going on. Probably not, but that's fine. It's good. He's my Winston Zedmore. He's, you know, I, I get to explain everything to him. So literally that was the part that you guys played down on your show. And when I got to actually explaining what happened, that's where you guys cut it off and you proceeded to guess what happened and then come up with theories and ideas and, and none of it is true. Yeah, but we heard your entire uh, I understand. I understand you heard it, but I don't think you listened to what <laughs> I said. And again, the evidence was in the last Listen. episode where you only half listened to what I said, cut it off. And then proceeded to get angry and upset and go on and on about things that didn't happen. So let me just alleviate this with just a few words. And here it is. I hope you guys are listening. I did not sell my video games to a store. I sold my video games to a friend of mine who just happens to own a store. He did. I, I can't I, I can't get too much into it while we're recording. If you want more specifics when we stop recording, I can give you a little bit more. But I got a very good return on my video games. I would be shocked if you guys would even be interested in matching uh, on what I got. But does that help you at all? Does that alleviate any of the agita you are feeling right now? Uh, Bill was just upset that you never came to him first. Again, when I came to that. Again, you guys have had years to come to me and say, I want this, that, and the other. I have not been in the video game uh, uh game <laughs> for uh at years now i mean we even when we all traveled to philadelphia together we went down to too many games and i didn't buy too many games i i just bought a few atari games and that i i i've my stuff has been on the table right beside you at shows you could have come and said hey i want this i want that what can it what let's make a deal i would have sold you stuff I had no problem selling you guys stuff at bro price or whatever. But it goes back to Joe uh, being upset because if he knew an entire giant lot was available at uh, okay, even even the price, the good return you got, I bet Joe would have ponied up. Can we together. get back to the real thing where <laughs> I'm telling you exactly no, no, you're why you're rambling on here and you're doing the Kevin I'm giving him the answer. Let's get he, back to the thing where it's he doesn't the whole thing was it. you didn't come and talk to ask your buddy Bill first. 
No, I'm telling you why I don't. First of all, Bill has had years of opportunity to come and say, I want to buy. Like, yeah, but at what I point just put, did you, he ever know that you were getting rid of your. How uh, could you not? Chunks? How could you not? I've been because, like, did you say I want to get rid of all this stuff. No, you didn't bring all your stuff to the game shows. You brought portions of it. Joe, I have. And you've still kept the majority of your stuff, even after you sold it to your buddy at the store. Did you not say that? Would would you like to listen to the answer? So the reason why I've only brought a few things, not everything, my entire collection to uh, any of the shows, because I only have one table and I drive. I, I took my wife's Toyota Matrix. There's only so much stuff I can fit. There's only so much I could bring. That thing was loaded to absolutely everything I could actually bring was in that car and I, I had the one table and that's all I, I, I so couldn't what about the bring stuff everything. You sold to your, the game store guy. The stuff I stole, sold to the game store guy was the stuff that was in the Toyota matrix. I drove my wife's Toyota matrix over and said, here, you bring the, the next load over to get rid of the rest of your disc based games. I did. I have not done it yet, but you're going to, uh, I, there's no like set plan to to do it but you know when if he starts nudging me to hey let's do this thing then probably are you nudging joe no i've got enough to display stuff i'm I'm doing this for you bill (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. now you do understand that it wasn't a small purchase though this would have been a purchase from me and bill together you can say that all you want i don't keep talking i'm just going to cut this out I, I don't believe you. <laughs> I play games with you because I tease you. That's why. I don't want to be teased when it comes to this. Mm. Yeah, out of it. Okay. Before we get any any further, I, I do have to apologize to Bill for saying that his house was full of crap. His house <laughs> is not full of crap. Although there is a lot of stuff behind him right now. There's a lot of stuff behind me too. And I was, I was self-projecting. I say there's a lot of crap in my house because there is a lot of crap in my house. So I'm sorry. I should not have said that. I should have said... I do. I am concerned where you are going to put a lot of stuff. Uh, I do. I do wonder where it all goes. But I, 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 I was not right. I, I crossed an invisible line by saying your house is full of crap. So for that, I, I apologize. Thank you. Hopefully, I Joe does not cut that part out. He might. <laughs> Don't worry. We're always finding homes for the crap somewhere. So I did think I legitimately did think of everybody to before i sold the game now here's the other thing too right like so you guys jump in and like i i just do things on a whim it's just this i've been lugging these games around for four years i've been trying to figure out what to do with them i've been trying i've been thinking about this over and over again like i don't know how to get rid of these games i don't know what the right thing to do is so i just been holding on to them they just sit here they're, they're ready to go at some point, but they have to be priced and all that stuff. I have to do all this work in order to get these games sold. So they just keep coming around. I even moved them from Southern Ontario to Northern Ontario. It was a huge process. I should not have done it, but I my intent was to continue to do the Barry Game Exchange, to at least stay keep in the community, visit down there twice a year, see Bill, possibly see Joe, it's going to be, it was going to be fun, but then, you know, it just gets to the point where it's like, I just realized that I'm not going to be able to do the Barry game exchange anymore. It's just not going to be feasible for me to do it. It's too far away. Gas is really expensive. There's only so much I can bring. I only have the one table, you know, there's only so much money I can make and all of it's eating into the profits. Plus I, I, to be honest, the, the price of the table keeps going up too. So I have to, you know, before I would even, put a game on a table i'd be like 200 250 in the hole that i'd have to get past in order to make some money and there's times that i i've done the berry game exchange and i haven't i haven't made 250 dollars. so i i don't know it just it didn't uh, make sense to do that anymore so then there is a, a game show here in in sudbury but it's packed it's it's only a small event and they only have so many vendors they're not expanding anytime soon and uh, the vendors they have are pretty much there. So I could wait for a slot or whatever, or blah, blah, blah. Then uh, it became urgent for me to uh, sell my games. Um, at some point, uh, 
during the summer, we realized that uh, we we're going to be selling Sarah's, uh, her, her parents are selling their home. And there was going to be an influx of, of more stuff coming into my, my house. If, if, if you don't know, I did downsize uh, from where I was living to here in Sudbury. Our house here is significantly smaller than where we were living. So it's already crammed with a lot of stuff from, from our house. And uh, then we were getting more stuff from from her parents' house. And a lot of it was, you know, there's a lot of emotional things tied into a lot of stuff. You think stuff is just stuff, but and you can just get rid of it and whatever. Like, I don't need this and all that. But it, there's a process that's going to be made and a lot of anxiety on my wife's end on like how where are we going to put all this? I need I need time to go through it and all that. And I had to come in and say, look, I will make the room. And I had to figure out a way to make the room. And, and this was, it was priced. The, the, the deal that I made was priced right. It was convenient for me. It was easy for, it was going to take care of this problem that was, that was coming up and that's it. So hmm. there you go. It wasn't done on like a whim. I just didn't like wake up on a Saturday and say, Call my friend. I want to sell all my games. And Sarah's like, what? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, I'm selling all my games. Let's go. Let's get in the car, honey, and drive down there and just do it. Like, I think of things. I have to process things. I got stuff going on in my life. It's not just about you guys. It's not just what you guys are going through. I have my own stuff. And, you know, just like if you guys were to sell something, if you were to turn around and sell your video games, I'm not going to be upset at you. If you turned around, if Bill, if you turned around tomorrow and said, I had to sell all of my vinyl records, I would assume you had a reason to do so. And you had to take it to a store and think, I wouldn't put any sort of agita or add anything to you or make you feel bad for not thinking of me for selling all of your vinyl records. I would assume that you had your reasons and you had to do what you had to do. Kev, do you really think we're upset at you? I don't know. <laughs> are you, are you I really don't kidding know. me? I don't know. Why would yeah. you think we're really upset at you? Because As, you said you were really upset with me on the, your show. The, it, and what do you think we talk about on this show? Half of it's shtick anyway. Hey, I, I know. I understand. Surprise. I have uh, Josh waiting on the line. He wants to yell at Kevin next. For that. <laughs> I did. I did think of Josh as well. <laughs> I did. I, I don't I, know why you would think we're really upset at you. I don't. I. It's all a joke, you know. We like to poke fun at you. I. I know that. I know then, that. But it, look, I. I. It's. It's. I'm. Be, I, my character is being besmirched here on this show. <sighs> you know, you. It is like people listen to this stuff and they think, oh yeah, Kevin, that guy's a real prick. He didn't even think of his friends for selling video games. Oh and I'm my not, god! But I'm not here to defend myself. I'm not here to like, hey guys. You, you know, it's not. Like just we don't need to spell everything out on this show, though. People know it's all fun and games. I don't know if people do. I've had this problem before on my show. I like people attacked you because we told them to. No, 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 nothing like that. No, but like I've said stuff on my show, several people who are probably listening to this right now who've gotten upset at me over something I have said or something I have done or whatever. And you know, even though I am like off the top of my head, just having fun or whatever. Sometimes you say something and you're like, you listen and they complain, you listen back. You're like, yeah, you know what? That was just like I did with Bill. Right. I said something that was a little across the line. You know what? I should, I should apologize for that. So, you know, whether it's in jest or whether it, it is serious or, or whatever, you know, I, I don't know. You guys sounded like as if you were really not impressed with what I had done. And I feel, I felt like as if I needed to come, this is what I should have done. And in, in the beginning, anyways, I should just come here and talk to you guys about it instead of this, like talk on my show. And then you talk on it. Cause we have to have a conversation about it. Yeah. Know? That was more entertaining going back and forth. It wasn't for me. No, I was not entertained by well, it. Bill, Bill apologizes. If he's uh, a, <laughs> Joe apologize, Kevin, sorry. I apologize. I couldn't keep Joe. 
under rain properly. It's probably my fault. No, but this is I am glad I'm glad that we're having this out because I am glad that I'm able to explain myself and you know maybe you guys have a little more a better understanding because I really do feel as if I've been listened to, which is a great feeling right now. I, I feel so so listened to right now. All right. Well, now that you've monopolized 24 minutes of the show, let's uh, talk about some fun stuff. Sure. <laughs> what would you like to talk about? Joe is to still going to get mad at you in the future. Just letting you know. That's yeah, of happen. course. It's all I, I know. I know. <laughs> do but I need to? Do I need to state now? It for, for from now and always. It's always out of fun. I know. I understand that, Joe. But sometimes it's like uh, you know, like there's only so much. There's only so much I can take. You know, I, I get the, you know, the digs at me and, and Fandango and stuff like that. Okay, whatever. But then sometimes it's like, okay, well, now like people, like you're making it sound like as if I, I did something really, I crossed some sort of line. I, I did something really wrong. I did something that, uh, you know, a friend doesn't do or whatever. And it's like, guys, I, I, I literally, I, I also could not figure out how, this whole arrangement would actually have worked. How you would get up uh, here? Let's... Like you would have had to. You would have had to. If you wanted to buy all the stuff, you'd have to rent a van. I'm far away. Like there, it's just it, logistically, it would not have made any sense. You guys would have been like eight hundred dollars in the hole before you even sold one of my games. Let's talk about something different. <laughs> Joe gets upset yeah. if a dealer he doesn't even know buys a big lot. It's just it's just what happens. He gets upset when big deals happen. And Bill he sits there big and just dealer, big baller. is all quiet. What? <laughs> yeah. Unless well, he's in the room with just him and me, and then he goes crazy. I, I've been in a room with just Bill a few times, and I, I know what I know what goes on there. So well. I want to oh. know what's going on up in Sudbury. Yes. Uh, like you guys got, do you have snow yet? Uh, we had snow, but it all melted on Saturday. We had a big uh, rainstorm actually. So, so it's you're all what? Now. You're like what? Four hours north of us. I'm four and a half hours north from you. Three hours north from Bill. Hmm. If you're going the speed limit. Straight up the 400. Uh, well, yeah, 400 eventually turns into highway highway 69, which is mm -hmm. a very appropriate title for this show. And, uh, yeah, what are you trying to say? It. You guys uh, like your sexual innuendos. That's it. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. So, yeah, everything's good. Everything's good. Uh, so, yeah, the, the move uh, with Sarah's in-laws did go uh, well. There was a lot of stuff that came into the house, but I, I got most of it organized. Uh, the biggest thing was that they uh, we inherited, I guess, their, their uh, Toyota Corolla. It's a 2017 Toyota Corolla with only, hold on to your hats, 26,000 kilometers on it. Oh, <laughs> it's so that's hard, good. hardly driven at all. So it's practically brand new, uh, which left us, left us with an influx of cars. So now we have three cars. So I sold, um, I put on Facebook Marketplace, uh, Sarah's uh, Toyota Matrix, and uh, immediately, my goodness, I don't know. I guess I priced it a little low because the number of offers that were coming in was incredible. It was that's crazy. Yeah, it was. I had one one guy, of course, you know, like with one third of the I got one third of the what you're asking price in my hand right now, and I'm I'm driving <laughs> over right now, and I'm you know, slow down, guy. That's not that's that's not happening. I did have a lot of uh spammers or not spammers, but the you know, the ha the scammers, yeah, like scams, you know, like yeah. that right away. Like they're like, hey, uh, I'm interested in uh, your uh, item. They don't even know what it is, right? I'm interested in your item and uh, I, I can't talk on Facebook. So just give me your phone number and, and we'll text back and forth. What do you mean? We're talking on Facebook right now. What do you mean you can't talk on Facebook? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. But yeah, a lot of few, a lot of legit offers. And then get this, Joe. So I'm getting all these offers and that. And one of my friends on Facebook sees the car and he says, Kevin, ask me a whole bunch of questions about the car. He's like, I would like to buy that car. I said, you know what I'm going to do for you? 
I'm going to put it into the pending status. I put it down into pending. And I said, you, fi you figure out your finances and all that and what you need. And I'll just leave the car there. And then once you get it figured out, we'll go, we'll go and get it looked at. Did you, did you ask Bill if he wanted the car too? <sighs> what is Bill going to do with a 2010 Toyota Matrix? Who knows what this guy does? 287,000 kilometers on. Listen, by the way, look at all the stuff that's behind Bill right now. What do you think he he's, he's going to do with that car? But regardless, it's up on, it was up on Facebook. You can go there with anybody could see it. And it was there for everybody to see. There was no secret. In fact, he did see it. He told me he did see that the car was up there. So he could put in a bid if he'd like. That did, I was shocked, really, because I know how many kilometers you put on that sucker and the wear and tear on it. I know you guys use your vehicles very well and you keep it up, but you guys use them. You don't switch out vehicles very often. And No. Uh, yeah. That's cool to hear there's still that much interest in the used market. Yeah. Well, it, it does have 287,000 kilometers, but the it's the 1.8 liter engine uh, in it from Toyota, which are, you know, one of the higher quality engines. They're, they're supposed to go up to 400,000 kilometers. I've seen it. I've seen it done. Uh, as long as you just, keep, uh, and all people do is just keep up with the oil changes, you know, just keep doing the oil changes and they, those motors just keep going. And I've had several problems with the, with my Honda Fit. You know, alternator went, uh, there was uh a thing with the pistons um or like it's like this thing between that i don't I, this part that holds the spark plugs next to the spit the pistons they they went uh apparently it's like a thing with the honda but the, the toyota i have not had to do anything to it other than uh the wheel bearings which go in every car and and that's it you know just change the fluids when the when the manual tells you and been great so it's sold or you're still holding on to it for your friend uh well i'm still technically i'm still holding on to it um but uh we we did go and get the mechanical done for it and it it passed the only thing it had was a few minor things the big thing was the windshield even though it had uh it was a small crack on the bottom they still said that you had to you had to replace the windshield so uh, he found someone in town that's willing to do it for $280. So that's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow, driving it uh, into town to, so he can get that done. And uh, then we're, we got to switch switch it over at some point. It's under Sarah's name. It's not under my name. So just have to oh, sign very good. Over. Congrats on the new car. Yeah, thanks. It's a new to us car. It's got it's uh, the first time we've owned anything that wasn't a base model. It's a it's an L.E., so it has heated seats and the, the leather uh, dash. And uh, I know it's just a Toyota Corolla. I, I know so? some. Well, I, I've heard other podcasters really look down on uh, Corollas. You know, they're like, you know, I drive an SUV. I drive a truck. I love sitting up high. I, I, I can't even go back to a sedan. I could not. And it's like, okay, well, that's too bad. Um because I think yeah, I was great. actually looking at the uh, Toyota. I guess it was the Corolla, but the the hybrid. Mm -hmm. When I got into my accident, but it was too long of a wait to wait around for one, so I went back to the Civic. Right. Yeah, I think I think Toyota Toyota offers most of their cars now as hybrids. You can get hybrid versions of them. Yeah. Well, they were what like the OGs, right? Yeah, the Prius was the, was the first. So, Kevin, uh, you still retired? Yep. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, how's retired life? We want to uh, know exactly by the hour. What's a, what's a day long. in the life of Kevin? Yeah. By the hour. When I have a day off, if I was retired, I would just waste away to oblivion because even on my days off, nothing's happening until 11 30, 12 o'clock. In the morning? Yeah. Watching a movie, oh, <laughs> uh, slowly eating breakfast, you know, maybe start a show that I missed and then think about, oh, and then there's a coffee. And then maybe I think about getting moving. Big lazy. That's ball. your day off anyway. <laughs> well, I'll... okay. Look. How about this? What, what time do you wake up in the mornings? If you have nothing, you know, no appointments, no anything like that. Well, okay, I'll tell you. So I, I, my sleeping pattern has been a little off lately. 
um, I, where I've been getting up. Like I usually go to bed at between 10 and 11. Um, and then I get up at like two o'clock in the morning. And then I, I don't, I'll go back to bed at like three or three thirty, or sometimes four. And then I get up at eight. So normally so, I get up at eight o'clock. So if you wake up at two, do you just stay in bed? No, I, I get, I usually get up and uh, just might do something on the Xbox or uh, watch something. What's, um, what do you mean something on the Xbox? What do you do? Uh, well, like there's, so there's like a Pac-Man um museum game that's on okay. game pass right now so i just play some pack so where's the xbox located downstairs basement yeah yeah our house is a little weird it's the layout's a little weird we don't have a traditional living room in the house it's the reason part of the reason why it stayed on the market for so long and why we are we were able to get a little bit of a deal on it it has it upstairs is uh three bedrooms and uh a kitchen and uh, a dining room and then downstairs, the downstairs is laid out where there are two living rooms or two rec rooms or it's, it's kind of weird. And then where I am in the office is in the, is in the basement. So I go downstairs. We have a uh, music room and a uh, movie room. And that's where the Xbox is, is in the movie room. Bill, do you have a, a movie room? He does. <laughs> wow. I, I, I slept in it. I don't have a movie room. No, that's just a basement. It's a um, it's a movie room though. That's where you watch your movies. That's true. Yeah, that's true. All right. So you get up at two. You go down. You Xbox. No, but why are we getting up at two? I'm not. Uh, I'm off the rails immediately. Melatonin's all messed up. So why yeah. aren't you just staying up? I would stay up. Like all day. No, like why go to bed at 10 p.m. Stay up till midnight. Oh, I'm so tired. You're... I'm just tired. I can't even like I'm. I'll be sitting there playing that Pac-Man game at like 10, 10:30, and I'm I'm falling asleep. And I'll try, and then sometimes I'll do like okay, I'll fall asleep for like a few minutes or whatever, and then I get up, and then I'm wired till like two in the morning, right? And then try to get to sleep, and then I'm up at eight o'clock in the morning, anyways, right? So it yeah. just I get up at eight o'clock or sometimes I'll sleep into nine, but for the most part, it's eight o'clock. Plus Sarah's got, got a job and she gets up at uh, seven 30, eight o'clock. So naturally I hear her and I think so eight o'clock is the day, but I I'm telling you, I, I, I am, I won't say I'm retired. I am not working right now, but every day has just been loaded with, with stuff, with stuff to do. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what what what's coming day to day. Like I like at the beginning of the week, I had there was nothing to do this week. Right. Like just everything was clear. I caught up on everything. But then, you know, the, the car was sold or, you know, we talked about it on on the Friday or whatever. And then he's got uh, uh, a place to, to do it uh, today. So now I have to get the car ready for. Uh, me to drive it to Sudbury and I don't know if he's going to buy it right then or whatever. So I have, you know, clean it up, take all this crap out of the glove box, all that fun stuff. Take uh, Sarah's uh, camera out of there. Uh, take the, uh, uh, so the, there was a couple of minor things that was wrong with the car. There was a plate light that was out. So it's all just like puttering around doing all stuff like, like that. And then like tomorrow I'll go and I'll do that. That's going to take all day. You know, I don't know what I'm doing Wednesday, probably something. It's actually so bad that I actually started putting stuff in uh, a calendar on my phone. When I was working, I never did that. <laughs> and now it's like, it's so random what happens every day. And when people say, hey, do you want to go do something on a certain day? I'm like, I don't know. I have to check this calendar. Like, here's another thing that like Sarah uh, gets me up yesterday morning. I get up at eight o'clock yesterday morning on a Sunday. And she she's she gets me a coffee and I'm like, oh, this is nice. She gets me a coffee and I sit down. She's like, my phone died and I don't know what to do and I need my phone. So it's like, all right. So like all day Sunday was like I, I planned on doing nothing because we had people over on Saturday night and we stayed up a little late. We were playing games on the Xbox and uh, all of a sudden. It, you know, all day Sunday, it's like, okay, I'm tired. I don't feel like going anywhere, but we got to take care of this phone because she's worried about her job. She works from home. 
you know, she's worried that people are going to call, try I call her and she, she won't be able to respond. So what I actually did, uh, because you guys should actually look into this. Um, I, I don't know if you've looked at your phone plans at all lately, but they're constantly changing. Like a year ago, I had bought my phone and my bill was uh, $60 a month. I had like one gig, an unlimited text and unlimited phones, but like one gig of data or two gigs of data. And the thing would, I'd hardly ever use it, but there were times, you know, where there would be a heavy month or whatever, and you might have gone over a little bit. Anyways, a year ago, I, I, I went in and I changed it and I got for $55, I got eight gigs a month. Well, here we are a year later, Sarah's phone dies. I go and I look and now they have $55 is like 60 gigs a month and all the unlimited stuff and all that. So if you're on a, a plan, you might want to go and, you know, check it and update it because in Canada, they've been updating it, I think, to stay competitive or something, but it's constantly changing. Yeah. But the price of a new phone is even going higher and higher and that balances it all out. Right. So way too much. Right. So this is what I did this time. I said, okay, the phone I have, I'm not working. I don't need to be like, uh, work, uh, I'm coming in and I'm going to be late because of snowstorm or traffic or whatever. That was always the fear, right? You need to stay in contact, you know. Well, I don't need that right now. So what I did was I said, I actually took took my phone and I gave her my phone. So we swapped the SIM cards and all that. So right now I am I have no phone. I am phoneless. You have a dead phone. I have not. Well, her dead phone. Yeah. But I, there. But I have no phone. I I'm, I'm I've got nothing. So if you try to text me, you won't be able to reach me. So what I did was I went um, on Amazon and I grabbed a cheapish phone. It was just under two hundred dollars for a Samsung. Well, I can't even remember what it is. But it's supposed to be one of the better budget phones. And uh, so then I can go now that I have the it's an unlocked phone. All phones in Canada since 2017 have been unlocked, by the way. So you can swap your SIM cards and all that stuff. You don't have to worry about it. Um, so I, I got one from Amazon and I'm just going to get like some sort of pay as you go plan or something like that. Something cheap. But when I went uh, on Kudo, it was funny because. I got last couple of weeks ago, I got locked out of Kudo. Uh, I couldn't log in on my account. So I sent in, uh, it's like a chat AI thing on the side, right? You got to go mm. through this whole thing before you can actually talk to someone. And they don't, you don't talk, like they don't direct you to someone. They actually will set up an appointment with a real person. So I did this thing. I said, I can't log in chat what can you do what can you do like okay well we'll get someone to call you at 10 30 11 or 11 30 i said call me at 10 30 and it was like you know quarter to nine in the morning so i had to wait thing did call me i had to go through the chat like some sort of chat thing on the phone and then i was able to talk to somebody i'm locked out all right no problem so the so when sarah's phone died yesterday and we actually went to kudo we drove from Chelmsford to Sudbury to go to Kudo. And I'm like, okay, I we want to swap the SIM cards and I need to cancel my phone number because I'm going to go, I'm going to do something completely different. They said, we can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm here at Kudo. They're like, no, since COVID, they've taken away our ability to add or remove accounts. You can only do that online. Like, what? Yeah, no, all we could do here is sell you phones and... Like, what's the even point of having a kudo? <laughs> yeah. Just be a just be a phone vendor then. So I had to, so I had to come home online. So I put in the thing. They don't give you any option to cancel, right? So you have to type it out. Look, I gotta cancel this phone right away. They call they call me like right away, and I pick up the phone. Hello, and it's a guy right away. Hey, what's going on? What's what can I do? What can I have? My <laughs> so that's the that's my my advice for you just type in cancel into that chat and you'll get a person like within within a minute or two anyways i canceled that and, and then he gave me this great uh, better deal on sarah's phone because we were paying um 55 a month for unlimited text and talk and she had like 
eight gigs or whatever. And he's like, oh, you guys have been overpaying. So for $40 a month, got the unlimited talk and text and 60 gigs a month. 60. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's changing. So it's definitely worth a call up your provider and see what's, see what's doing over there, seeing what they can offer you. Okay. That's good advice. I think when I got my daughter, her new phone a few months ago, there was not much out there. But like you said, things change every month. <clears throat> and the company we're dealing with is very stingy. So Right, right. I don't know if it's because I canceled that number or whatever. He did go on that we've, we've been customers since 2009, which in the past, it's never mattered how long you've been a customer. <laughs> they only want new customers. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So that's the first hour of Kevin's day. Um, what, what are we doing for breakfast on a daily basis? Uh, Cereal. Gambi eggs? No. no, no. Cereal, toast, or... Um... Samosas. <laughs> no, a bagel and coffee. No. Coffee. I don't. I I hardly drink at all. I bought. I th I've, I've gone to the liquor store twice since I've been here. I went uh, twice last summer, and I bought a bunch of uh, like maybe about six, like uh, cans of those uh, draft, not draft, uh, craft beers, because I like trying to sample the different ones from different areas and all that. Nothing too hoppy. I can't stand the hoppy stuff, but any lager or whatever. So I bought six and then I drank through those because I do like to drink while I barbecue in the summer. I like having that, you know, put the stuff on the grill and just having a beer while I barbecue. So I went through those and then I went again. I bought six more and there's two of them that are still in the fridge. So that can't cannot be true. It can't be true. I've, I've heard your show where you talk about your life. Uh, yes. when you're not talking about movies and uh kevin hosts or participates in a bad movie night i don't know yep. once a week or something yeah and uh, you'd have to be quite loaded to get through that night uh let me tell you everybody is either they don't drink they got some sort of diabetes where they can't drink or parkinson's where they can't drink or something going on some sort of medication that they're on where they can't drink nobody drinks at what a crew. it is a pop and chip party <laughs> and by the way the guy who who, who uh bought my video games has has been has attended i think all of them all of the uh bad movie nights he's part of the D D crew uh that uh, i thought that was canceled it, it has disbanded but he, he was still part of the crew you know so he was he's a legitimate friend a friend you're that bill you're not kevin's only friend <laughs> okay. i thought you were gonna say i i'm no longer part of the friend group yeah if uh, you want to make the three hour trip up to watch some bad movies like, like nope. saturday nope. night i was ready to watch the holiday special the star wars holiday special and they all balked at it they said no we do not want to watch that i'm like we're here to watch bad things this is the epitome of bad what's the holiday special one the star wars holiday special the infamous uh thing that aired once only once accidentally it was supposed to air across all the network i can't remember if it was abc cbs or nbc one of the big networks it was supposed to air all over America, the Star Wars holiday special was like 1980, right before Empire Strikes, the Christmas before Empire Strikes uh, Back came out. And it was supposed to be the big reveal of Boba Fett. There was a Boba Fett uh, cartoon in it. But it was so bad. It was so awful. that At the very last minute, they decided we can't air this. We have to pull it because there is like really bad comedy routines there's uh wookies like just growling at each other for a, a solid 15 minutes this is live action yep uh, oh uh b arthur does a, a musical number in it like you can't make it up it'd be like it sounds like an snl skit but it, it's it's legit it actually happened and uh so they decided to pull it not air it except for one affiliate one affiliate in the United States did not get the memo and they aired it. And there was one guy at home in 1979 that had like a newfangled beta machine or a, like they used, what was that one? It was like beta. There was beta or was it beta that came out before 
Yeah, it was beta before uh, VHS, right? Like those big ones. Remember those big tapes? I can't remember. No, beta was the smaller tapes. No, there was those big tapes that came out before, no. like right before. There was it was the whole market. Anyway, she recorded it on that, and then that tape has just circulated throughout time and space forever. And it is a trip to watch. It is something else. I think it's hilarious, but nobody but wanted it to watch. Uh, it. It's on. Is that on Disney now? It's on the Disney service, isn't it? Or am I thinking of their other? Ewok special. I'd be shocked if it was on <laughs> Disney service. It's on uh it's on a, a Plex server uh that I know of. Uh the uh creep uh, creep 13 creepy creepy Josh 13 1337. It's on that Plex server, but I don't know where else you could watch it. Oh, okay. Actually, uh no the bad movie nine well, Kevin's bad movies are really good movies, so might be good stuff there. I, I, I bring up some, uh, some of my favorite Charles Bronson movies. Oh, I love that stuff. I definitely would watch that stuff. <clears throat> That's on Canon VHS, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Close no, I, I do like that stuff. No, we've watched like Samurai Cop and uh, Mission Kill Fast and all, all sorts of really truly bad stuff. The Room. I know Joe's definitely jealous when you did announce that the Dungeons and Dragons thing was happening because uh, Joe fantasizes himself as being a bit of a D&D nerd, even though he's never played it or read any of the stuff about it. But he collects it. Likes yes. to I still have my original D&D character. Who is your original D&D character? It was a paladin. Name? I don't know. I have to pull it up my thing. <laughs> <laughs> He was right into that character. So much so. <laughs> Why would I remember the name of the character? Because you created it. You want me to pull it out? Uh, no. Of your head? Why out of my head? I got more important shit to remember. <laughs> dopey character. He's a trip. You're a fucking trip. <laughs> Why are you mad at me? This, is, this has been my goal all, all along. Just get you. Divide and conquer you guys. <laughs> This is a regular day between the two of us. I know. Us work. Uh, I haven't seen you at work, but I, I've seen you elsewhere. Well, Kevin, you did give a hot take there that you said you were no longer coming to Barry Game Exchanges. I've said that. I've said that on Fandango as well. It, it just—it's not feasible for me to do it. I, I might go as, you know, as a like not to sell, not to, right. as as a vendor. I might go yeah. as a a fan. Of yeah. uh, the people who are there, but there's really, I'm really out of the video game thing. I'm really not interested in, in buying anything. Uh, everything I, I saw on Game Pass or whatever, I do buy. Like sometimes I'll be at the Hawks store here, and I'll find like a there'll be like a Xbox One game for a dollar. And I was like, ah, oh, what the heck? I might give this a shot for a buck. See what yeah. see what's doing. But as for the retro games, I'm okay with emulation. It's it doesn't bother me. Play. I, 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 when I first got into it, like, uh, you know, there was definitely a noticeable difference, but now I think they've gotten so good at it, it just doesn't matter as much. And, no, but know. you'll still come down for the hang, is what you're saying. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. Joe, any yep. updates from you? The princess dog. Uh, what's been going on there? Sleeping beside me right now. Still trying to potty train. You or the dog? The dog. Okay. How are you doing that? What's your technique? We talked about it. Did you follow my advice? No. no. So I'm doing it the right way. You're still doing pee pads? Doing both options. She's always going to be a pee pad dog. Why? Why? That's Why? how they are. They are not that way. Yes. No. But we bring her outside. After she wakes up from all her naps, whenever <laughs> she's done eating, Good. Are you a pee pad dog? Right before, uh, <laughs> right before we go to bed, take her outside. Mm -hmm. That's it. Booked her third booster shot, so she gets that next week. And then that's it. This thing got the once over from the vets, and everything was good. Yeah, when we first brought her home. What kind of food? Uh, what's he gonna say? Oh, she's breathing. Yep, she looks okay to me. Hundred bucks. Okay. Oh, that's cheap. So I gotta do my uh, Christmas shopping though tomorrow. That's my big. Take it on my card right now. It's rough out there. Let me I'm gonna head you. to the mall for my the one time this year I'm I'm going. 
and uh, get it all done. Gift cards are the best. One-stop shop. Yeah, but they get kind of boring, so I'll do like one or two maybe for the stocking stuffer, but that's it. Oh, you mean for your kids? No, like for the gift cards, it would be something like for the wife. The kids are always and actual presents. <laughs> you know, I haven't even got a Christmas card from Joe in a couple of years now. I, nope. I don't know what to think about that. Used to get one. Yeah. Used to get one. Not mailed. Not mailed. I didn't rate that high, but. Uh, <laughs> Just okay. wanting you to know his address. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hand deliver, man. More, uh, it means more that way. I did get one Christmas card today. I think that's the only one I'll get. That's like a lost art, the Christmas cards. Are you still oh, yeah. doing major Christmas card work, Joe? When does the family? You still have a bunch to send out? Or no, have you given up? people weren't appreciating them. So you don't do them at all now? Nope. Fuck them all. <laughs> I always appreciate it. I don't do it for you anymore. I always appreciate it and asked for it every year. So what more can I do? Do I know? Maybe next year. Mm. Do you you send out Christmas cards, Bill? Who me? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. So you just expect them. You don't, but you don't. You you just expect to receive and not to give. Well, um, no, I don't expect. Well, from Joe, I do because I know he has a whole. He brings the kids to a photo studio. They get the whole professional workshop, and uh, I see. There's a whole deal. So I want to see how that half of the, you know, those people work. So right. I like seeing those cards. I see. I find that that's, that's what it is. Like, you know, there'll be a couple, they'll have the kids, you'll get the Christmas cards. And then once your kids are old, they just, you know, you don't get any cards anymore. And then old people, the older people who are all dying off, mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll send you some cards, but that's it. Like my mom is right into cards. She sends cards all the time but that's pretty much it yeah i think we got a card from your mother once probably that was right out of the blue that was cool. yeah it's, that's that's her thing and then it there's a whole thing if you got a card back and then you know it's the whole She's thing from score oh yeah oh yeah my mom was raised italian so there's a lot that i can relate to with joe and there's nothing that annoys anona more then sending out a Christmas card and not getting one back. So then you don't send one back the next year, but then they send you one. So then you got to scramble to go get a card to send them one because they weren't expecting them to send a card. It's a whole thing. It's like, yeah, yeah you got that right. Forget yeah. it. Forget the cards. It's enough already. Yeah. It's nice though. It's nice seeing them when you get them. It's a nice little decoration on the mantle of the fire. I don't have a fire or a mantle. <laughs> Could you could do the string across the room and then have the cards hanging from the string? Whatever works, man. That's uh, thing. Never had anywhere good to put them. You feel bad chucking them, uh, but it is nice to get them in the mail. That is nice. Get them. Are yeah. you still getting tons of cards, you guys, Kevin? Still, are you getting cards? No, just my just my mom. That's pretty yeah. much it. And then, like you know, Sarah has like uh, like some aunts that sometimes will send things. And then my sister sends a card because she, her kids are young, right? So she's in that mm-hmm. phase where it's like, okay, we we went out and got all these photos, these pictures taken. We have to send them to somebody. People have to see them. Can't just put them on Facebook. Got to send yeah. you a card. So. Yeah, but I expect that's going to dry up soon in the next uh, five years, three to five years. Stop getting those cards. Your insurance, they'll send you a card? No. (laughs) No? No. I don't think so. Maybe they do. I don't think so. Your local MP, they always. No. (laughs) Um, Maybe. I don't know. Actually, probably think it's just junk mail and throw it out. Joe, are you getting many cards still? Uh, not as many as before. Does your brother send out cards? No, no. My my brothers aren't uh, aren't like that. They don't okay. think of those things. Are you gonna get cards from the people that the rich wedding that you went to? That's on the shores of. Uh... Oh, we did. It came today, actually. There you go. See. Yeah, the, <laughs> those uh, are the kind of people that send cards because they I get. Was they get. Pleasantly surprised by that one, actually. Well, they get Juanita to uh, print them up and 
sign them and all that. They put no, the this is... they put the stamp on there, and then she gives them over to Juan Carlo, who brings them over to the mail. Yeah, and you know, they go they go to the the better post office, you know, to get mm. to the top floor of the post office. He's going to be sent to right away. No, they get airlifted over to Joe's house immediately. <laughs> Hey, I, I, we're probably not going to have you on again, obviously, before. Uh, <laughs> oh, before, ever? <laughs> uh, at least before the new year. So I, I'm curious, what is in the books for Kevin in the new year? What do you want to do differently? What do you want to collect? What do you want to change? Do you have any plans, any goals kind of thing? No. <laughs> do you want to get rid of more stuff? Do you want? Oh, yeah. I do want to get rid of more stuff. Yeah. Like what? Like I, well, like, uh, for instance, I got all the, these uh, Stephen King books um, that are just I, my my buddy Frank just got rid of uh, a bunch of Stephen King books. He's been selling them and he he sent me because he, he's a real friend. He sent me uh, a couple of photos of all the Stephen King books. He's like, do you want any of these before I sell them? And I, I picked like seven of them. And he's like, OK, um, some of them are kind of expensive. Just buy me this Batman figure. And uh, you can, it was like a $30 Batman figure. I'm like, sure, what the heck? So then I get like several Stephen King books. But then I was looking at it. I'm like, where am I going to put these Stephen King books? I got nowhere for them. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should just sell them too. So I told him, I'll just get it, Jeb, the Batman for for Christmas. So yeah, just looking at downsides. Like I, my music collection is, you know, that's still, that's still humming along. But, uh, you know, I haven't like, so far this month, I haven't bought any music at all. So nothing. Just go see concerts. Just enjoy life. Maybe get a job. I don't know. I might. Who knows? We talk about it. Sarah and I talk about it. I'm like, maybe I should go get a job. But then she kind of likes having me home, too, to do all the stuff. Like, you know, see the laundry baskets here. <laughs> you know, that's she doesn't have to do it. So. I thought that was set decoration. No, that's my, that's my chores. <laughs> need to get that done. Well, um, I don't know if people know, but Kevin did start uh, his path to the trucking industry, but yeah. due to the failures of that school, that fell out with that. But is that something you could see again? You know, um, maybe going short, short haul or like smaller trucks like Josh does or, you know? Yeah, I, I was. Compromise. I, well, that was a, that was a plan really was to just do something small. I just wanted to get the training to do something like I wanted the full training so I'd be versatile. Right. I wasn't really planning on doing any sort of long haul trucking. There's tons of trucking jobs here in Sudbury. There's mines everywhere and all that you can drive like, uh, you know, they need petrol uh, delivered from, you know, station to station and rocks and ore and there's all sorts of different kinds of jobs here uh, for trucking. So I was going in, I was getting the training for the long haul trucking, but that was just to get me the highest uh, license so I could drive anything that the company needed me to, to drive. Um, but yeah, like this, this, it was a bit of a mess, a bit of a, a bit of a stumble with the, with the school and all that. So I didn't follow through with that, but um, that was, we, Sarah and I were both not working at the time. And, uh, you know, I was like, well, one of us has to do something, <laughs> you know? So, uh, that's when I started doing that. And then in the meantime, while I was in school, Sarah got on, uh, took on this job with, uh, NOSM, the North Northern Ontario, uh, school of medicine. And, uh, it's been an amazing experience for her. It's been a great job. She's been working at home. She goes to campus once in a while, like maybe once or twice a month kind of thing. Um, She's got a great boss there. Uh, it was only a contract position when she started, but uh, now it's um, she just last week or two weeks ago. Stuff's been happening so fast. Uh, she got uh, on permanent, so you know she got the benefits and all that stuff. And uh, you know she's, she's making enough money to keep us afloat because we don't spend too much money. You know we don't uh, have uh, extravagant cars and all that stuff. So um, I don't know. I, I keep saying like, well, maybe I should go back and all that stuff. And she's like, but she really does like me have, having me having me around for some reason, uh, you know, to make her lunch and all that stuff. So 
don't know. We're just keeping an eye on the budget. And if it uh, gets like, oh, geez, I really need to, you know, start pulling in some dough, then maybe I will. But right now it just, we're, we're, we're keeping afloat. We're doing okay. So beauty. Yeah. Congratulations, Sarah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it was, they, and they love her there. It's been great. It's been it's like, she was having such a tough time where she was working in Southern Ontario. Um, that's, that was really part of the uh, reasoning why we had moved was that she was just was not digging her job. And uh, you know, during the pandemic, like it really showed us how much we were spending on commuting to work, you know, the two cars. Mm-hmm. And then she was taking the 407 every day uh, across that, uh, across the city, you know, and it was costing us between, you know, between 300 and five, sometimes it was $500 a month for that stupid 407 every month. And so we were considering moving to that end of town where, cause uh, where I was working, I, I'd have to cross town, but I, my shifts were not, you know, nine to five, you know, I could go in early and, and come home early kind of thing. And, not have to take the 407 i could take the regular route so we were planning on doing that and then she just said you know what i really don't like my job <laughs> i'm like okay well that kind of changes things so when we there is a college here in uh, in sudbury and you know she applied there and that was our our goal basically was to get her in there and then if she couldn't get in there you know we start doing some other things or whatever, try to figure something else out. Um, and she did have a job interview there, but, and it went well, but they decided to hire someone else. Then she actually went back to, where's Joe going? Tell him all this, this great stuff. Doggy time. Oh, he's got a keypad. Uh, so uh, yeah. Um, what the heck was I talking about? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's getting to be 10 o'clock. I'm getting kind of tired now. Um, <laughs> no, she, uh, that's right. She, yeah, she had a, she applied there. It didn't go very well at the, at the college here. She actually went back to what she was doing before she was working at uh, the college in Southern Ontario. She went to um, try to go back to the culinary uh, at, at the hospital, like work in right. the kitchen at the hospital. Yeah. Lasted. A few days there because <laughs> it's a it's a hot mess i i'm not afraid to say that uh anywhere that that hospital is something else there's it has a real problem in sudbury it's been mismanaged for so long and everybody knows it and it, it's they just keep getting it, it's more and more problems there like i just the other day there was another story about how that hospital is understaffed and they can't get people to work there. And it's like, yeah, because your management is awful. You have to like, you have to start going from the top down. You people, good people just don't yeah. want to work there. But the chief uh, is probably still getting million dollar bonuses there. So it's all good. He, so the guy who wrecked that place actually got hired on at one of the hospitals in Ottawa. And we all know, after uh, the last couple of years, how well things are run in Ottawa. Uh, you know, from everything from the police chief on down <laughs> yeah. in Ottawa. Yeah. So it goes to show you. Hmm. Joe's back. Yeah, sorry about that. You had to pee? No, I had to take the dog out. Joe, did you get everything off your chest? Are you, are you good? Are you I was always good. Okay. You I, stop think, I don't you think stop bothering me at work now, Bill. I don't think you got Kevin on the show finally. <laughs> you let him take over the first half hour. <clears throat> Everything good now? You're gonna put this yeah for the listeners. We're at hour ten. <laughs> um, if you're just listening to this, and there's only been 25 minutes. Okay. <laughs> so much has been said. <laughs> it's it was it was an emotional roller coaster of emotions. Kevin needed. A- stuff off his chest uh, joe took the brunt of it um and rightfully so he was very uh, much in the wrong that's what we came well from. no we've we've come to the conclusion <laughs> listeners that kevin knows that he's been bad <laughs> we're gonna just put it aside so nothing's been resolved that's no, good that's yeah, oh, still going. Stay tuned right. for the next episode uh, 
<laughs> I just feel I just feel vindicated. I got at least got to say my side. So maybe I'm hoping your listeners listen better than than the hosts do. I hopefully they they listen. Well, to half of our listeners is on the show now, so it doesn't really matter. It's That's not true. that impactful. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. So good times. Thanks, Kevin, for coming on. Uh, is this the last episode of the year, Joe? Well, you know, I might be able to squeeze one more in. You never know. It you might happen. Know. Might happen. You never know. Of course, you can always find Fandango happening every single Friday. Uh, not quite. Every, not quite. Every second Friday is our goal. We don't always reach that goal, but that's our goal. But we have a very small window where we can get Richard. And um, mm -hmm. if that window passes, we have to wait for the next one. Well, yeah, that's why there's not not as many episodes as Fandango. You know, it doesn't reflect anything else other than that. Uh, but it is uh, the library is a bit thinner over on Fandango than STC. Yeah, it's just like uh, Breaking Bad's library is thinner than, say, Days of Our Lives. But that you know, that make <laughs> Breaking Bad <laughs> any worse? But you know, it's not a judgment. No, you could have picked something better in Days of Our Lives. Mm, I could have, but it. I went with the most fitting. <laughs> this is like a soap opera. This, this, whatever this is. Yep, it but sure it is, is. It is nice to talk to uh, people who have like, like, I, like I can't talk to my kudo Bill to uh, Rambox because he would just fall asleep. So it, it's. It's fun to talk about something a little different. <laughs> yes, as I've uh, reached out to you before, more life stories on Fandango. Well, like, like, like I said, like 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 Richard needs Fandango. This that's his, this is his lifeline to to North America. So I, I basically talk about what Richard wants to talk about. That's what I, I cater the show to Richard, and this movies is what he's into right now, and that's all he wants to talk about. I do talk about life stuff when it's when it gets really up there, but you know, mm -hmm. when something big and really important happens. But for the most part, that's all that's all the dude wants to talk about. So I'm happy to talk about movies with him anytime. Anyways, so yeah, give uh, give Voxy our love for sure. Tell Absolutely. him I was at the thrift store and someone had donated those Resident Evil Steel books that he was bragging oh. um, about. I had three of them in my hand. I didn't know what to do. I called <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Joe, what do I do? Is it worth it? He said, put them back. So I put them back. Yeah. Probably the right decision. If you're looking just to flip them, there, there's no value there. Yeah, they do look good though. Great covers on those steel books of Resident Evil. Yeah, they do package them well. Mm -hmm. Joe, anything else you want to fit in before we uh sign off? No, that's good. No other things to say about Fandango or no. Thanks for coming on, Kev. Okay. <laughs> it's always nice to actually talk to you. It is nice talk. Nice talking to you too. Please don't be offended every time we uh, bust your balls. I, I'm not offended. I, I was I, I, uh, fun and faith. You should know I, that. I shouldn't have to waste my time saying that. I, I wasn't offended. I was frustrated because I, I my my story was not getting out there. It almost got there, but then it got cut off for more more speculation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I'll look for more of that. So uh, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, for Joe and Kevin. Over at CanadianGrooves.ca. This is uh, Bill from SDC, and we're signing off. That's it. Professional sign off right there. Joe, post it. Post it. <laughs>